On episode 39 of the Goblin Trashmasters, we're rolling out the red carpet for the modern format as a whole and taking a look at what we've been planning to play this season. Now, what do humiliation fetishes, ethnographic analysis of the children's movie The Princess and the Frog, and breaking into a chocolate factory have in common? This episode. Say hello, Ashley. We really do talk about magic, I promise. Say hello, Anthony. Yeah, the magic that greenwashed the first black Disney princess. Okay, let's talk some trash. Always will expect better of you. That that was really sad, Anthony. Or was it aspirational? No. If I feel if if I'm trying to work towards something and I never feel like I'm ever going to get there, then I just know that you're never happy with it. No one should ever be happy with anything. That's already how I feel when I play magic. So now no. I just know it's true. No, every time you get better, then the expectations we say say good job, and then the expectations go up. I'm just enough happy to be never here. Enough. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy to be here anymore. Enough is never enough. Always do better. Okay, I can always want to do better, but there's still like, God, how do you say this? Um. We're taking yeah, the neo-unitarian concept of a striving ideology and applying it to a children's card game. I really, really, really <laughs> don't like that every other time you open your mouth, I feel like I have to do a Google search. That's just it makes me with very him. upset. <laughs> Which contributes to me just feeling dumb all the time. <laughs> Why do we I do mean, this? I mean, I just feel dumb. I, I don't know. I just feel dumb all the time and w without Anthony, like, saying big words. So it's just, like, I mean, I do, pretty I even do too. for me. But then he <laughs> says these big-ass words that I have to do a Google search for, and then he says, ah, you'll always be a disappointment because you'll never achieve a goal high enough for me. Goddamn, this cult leader charisma and general loquaciousness. <laughs> that is not an excuse. Man, I'm going home. You are home. Fine, then. Stay there, Simpsons. Yes. Oh, my lord. This is a great start. This is a great start. Yeah, we're <laughs> fucking recording, aren't we? I was mm -hmm. so mad I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. You get to hear all my insecurities and everything. Speaking of so mad I didn't notice, it's modern season now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is, though. I'm excited. Well, I've played in my first modern event of the season. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt great. I couldn't come close to losing a game for most of the, the most of the two days. I played in the the gathering tournament in Durham, North Carolina. Sweet. And that was that was super fun. Awesome. How'd you do? Yeah, I finished twelfth overall. Just over Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one, one seat, uh, one, one spot over, which was important to me, because um, <laughs> I think that it's not good enough to do well. I think you have to do better than somebody else. And if the somebody else is somebody you know, then you can tell them that they did worse than you. And that makes you feel better. And I think that's what really matters. It's not the finish we had. It's the friends we insulted along the way. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> well, that's a theme today. That's a theme every day. <laughs> True. Are, are, we, are, we, are we 
is there is the jury still out on the the, the bully behavior on whether you, you are a bully no yeah okay great i was just making sure didn't want to misrepresent you, myself you, you didn't you didn't lose your your bully street cred don't worry <laughs> good better not of or i'll give you a swirly do you remember how was the thing that happened in schools yes i yeah, do it was it was gross <laughs> why would why would kids just like let that happen kids is dumb and mean and oh awful. okay you know what this is how i call okay that's why the cop oh my god again anthony no this can't keep happening every you episode cannot. <laughs> there are certain things that we are gonna have to just say we cannot say we'll on a public the, podcast we'll discuss it in the season wrap lunch because honestly i feel like the goalposts keep moving on me oh do you do you really we're gonna yeah. have a ban list for the Goblin Trash Masters, and it's just phrases Anthony can't say anymore. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, so I think the problem with that as a concept is that I feel uniquely able to circumvent those ban lists. Um, <laughs> you will somehow find a way to mention them without mentioning them. Well, yeah, because on account of like circumlocution and things like that, I'm able to do something that uh, I find it's a unique set of skills. That's useful um, to no one ever, uh, but except yourself to, for your own in, hilarity. And specifically, this circum uh, circumstance, like you know, uh, when I was when I was when I was uh, teaching for Apple, I wasn't allowed to make jokes about the. <laughs> so instead, I just talked about the Shoah, and then I just counted on the fact that um, nobody that was in any position to punish me um, spoke enough Hebrew to know that I was still doing the same thing. Oh my god. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just it's... saying that like I want to support my friends and I want to set them up for success. I do. So There's much. a big butt coming. And not a, not a butt. An and this is improv. Yes, okay. and and I don't think that setting me up with a banned list of phrases for me to gamify and work around is setting you all up for success. And I just I just don't think that's fair to you. I think that with your general nature, it will just cause you to double down. So you may be right. I know. I said it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Therefore, it's right. <laughs> My God. I'm the Pope of this ish. <laughs> okay. So modern is back. It's here. Yep. <laughs> Anthony is super <laughs> enthused about it. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm He's actually, actually mildly enthused. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I like, I like modern when I know that it's not all I can eat. This is not the episode of the Tales from the Dark Side where a child gets to decide what's going on, gets to shape reality with their magic and like is like, you know what? We're eating cake for dinner today. And like cake is great. <laughs> but like sometimes you like if cake is the only thing you eat forever. It kind of sucks. And knowing that modern season has like an N in sight makes it so that I'm I'm able to feel a little more excited about modern being a thing that's happening because I know that it, it's not forever. This too mm -hmm. will pass. <laughs> I'd like to describe in detail a scene from the television series Broad City <laughs> in which one of the main characters is has eaten a bunch of mushrooms and mm. goes to her boss's house and her boss is like, oh, okay, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're like, she's like, you're having a bad trip. That's okay. Just remember your mantra. This too shall pass. This too, too will shall pass. pass. 
And then she she's like freaking out a little bit. She's hearing like cat screeching in her in her trip and she's having a really bad time. And she finally comes out the other side and her boss comes into the room with her. And he's, she's like, how are you doing? She's like, OK, I'm doing all right. And the boss is like, now, where's my cat? And then opens the door and looks for the cat. And it turns out that uh, the main character had just shut the cat in between two glass doors and suffocated it. And she starts freaking out. She's like, this too will pass. This too will pass. And the boss is like, this too will not fucking pass. Get the hell out of my house. And the boss was Wanda Sykes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Outstanding. So we've got that nice little intro that I can put like vaguely inspired by, but legally distinct from Lord of the Rings music over top. Ooh, can I do it? Yes. Do You're your, talking? do your, um, do your uh, My best Galadriel of the Gorilla Grip impression. <laughs> you ready? Never. Good. The modern format has changed. Feel it in the gameplay. Feel it in the sideboards. Smell it in the damp convention centers of Mordor. Also known as Ohio. <laughs> so we have gathered here today to <laughs> celebrate this holy union of Anthony and three months of misery. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the modern format. Ba -ba -da -da. So a lot has changed between last year and this year since um, since modern rotated. And I know we call it something else, but let's be real. Modern rotated. It rotates. It ro it's a rotating format. Yeah. Okay. And it was rotated by the Lord of the Rings set. So we got a whole bunch of cool Gollum cards and things <laughs> like that in there. I do want to also shout out that the time that Andy Serkis or Gollum said to Andy Serkis during the VMAs at one point, a, uh, a homophobic slur. Uh, what? What? That was a thing that, that happened. Uh, it was directed towards Dobby the house elf. Like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. 2009 was a wild time. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. God. Lord. It's like East versus West with the uh, rap in the 90s. It was Dobby versus uh, Smeagol. Yeah. And this was this was really the birth of the eat hot chip, be bisexual and lie era. <laughs> Which, by the way, here at Goblin Trash Masters, we fully support all, all three of those. <laughs> be honest with you no. mm, definitely so <laughs> poor ashley she's like when did i sign up to be the straight man <laughs> i specifically didn't <laughs> i specifically didn't request this i'm not straight nor a man so yeah i know it's just un it's unfair we're doing to you what they did to Caitlin Olson in the first three seasons of sunny oh yeah uh, i haven't seen it's so always sunny yeah, that's, she, there's, there's yeah. really no excuse for that at this point. <laughs> You're friends with us and you haven't? Like, come on. I know. Well, listen, there's a lot of things that I have to watch. So to catch up from all those years of missing out on good media. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so I didn't play Modern last year, as you all know, because I started with Pioneer. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea what it used to look like versus what it looks like now. <laughs> so please tell me. Tell me all the things that have changed 
Well, it, it's not so much like a drastic change with the modern metagame. It's co- kind of like a reshuffling, and this happens with new sets or new archetypes or things like that. Um, like some decks haven't been pushed out, but they've been like nudged to the middle or the back. Like um, say a year ago, like Merktide and Hammer were two pretty big contenders within the modern format. Now you look at it, um, Merktide and Hammer are they're still played, but nowhere near as as prevalent as they were before and a lot of has to do with the printing of orcish bowmasters specifically specifically mid (laughs) fuck off but um like merktide and hammer are big ones creativity used to be like like the best or one of like the the top three or top five decks and it's still played but it's nowhere near like what it what it used to be and lord of the rings coming into modern i thought was really really cool just from a flavor perspective like me being a huge Tolkien fan and just loving Lord of the Rings like love that but I know right my dog's name is Aragorn like come on (laughs) but uh yeah I I really like a lot of the cards that got printed into modern specifically from that set like there there's some there's pretty much one egregious one uh but overall there's just like a lot of really cool cards a lot of new archetypes or like different flavors of archetypes like Samwise Gamgee my boy like that was a pro tour deck I thought that was really really cool like it's mm. there's some really interesting stuff that has come out of Lord of the Rings and the land cyclers. I mean, I got to get a shout out to them. Those, those, those cards are awesome. Yeah. Like, I think there's just like a bunch of cards that got catapulted into playability. And mm. then the IP itself is also going to force some amount of those cards into being played as well. I think Yeah, people are just going to like want to make the Palantir work, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think that this time last year, I felt like a modern was very much about it was very much still playing to the board, mm-hmm. but the elemental incarnation cycle, the Power Rangers, I felt like really their cost was really tied up in card disadvantage. So I felt like last year yeah. card advantage mattered an awful lot more than it had in a while. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to August of 2023. And that shit does not matter at all because every deck has access to, at the very least, a four mana ancestral recall time walk in the one ring. So it's like mm. you don't you don't have to play like the weird card advantage. I don't want to get two for one game when you can just like at some point during this past weekend, I was just like tapping an artifact and drawing five cards for Yikes. zero mana at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's just really, really good. So I think that that has changed where a lot of... It's changed the gameplay, even though it's really just the one set that's really made a huge impact. The impact it's made has drastically changed the whole texture of the format. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there any of those cards that have like brought back decks or changed up how older decks might have looked to bring them more to the forefront i think the the land cyclers were a big one to help the cascade decks whether it's crashing footfalls or living end you see Mm -hmm. those played in all those decks and you see living end like play 15 lands just because they have access to eight land cyclers and it fixes your mana gives you a lower land count and it just puts another big dumb idiot in the graveyard for you yeah. And same thing with Crashing Footfalls. Luring Revealed is great. You know, fixes your mana, gets you an island. And also in the late game, high mana draw three cards is not terrible. You know, it's still a playable <laughs> yeah. magic card, even with the um, land cycling. And I've seen some recent lists with uh, the troll of Kaza Doom in like a blue-black shadow list or just like a blue-black oh, yeah, troll type cool. thing where they persist it. So it's like all uh, like Death Shadow and Legacy with Reanimate and Street Wraith. 
But uh, yeah, I think the land cyclers, like, besides like Bowmasters and the One Ring, I think the land cyclers are just up there with just being like really cool and helping like already good archetypes and just also exploring new decks as well. And, you know, Trollakaza Doom, I can play that in <laughs> modern. Like, I'm so fucking happy. Like, yeah. Ugh. Like, Oliphant. It's Oliphant, people. It's not it's elephant. Oliphant. Oliphant. Because Tolkien had to be fancy with everything. It's just like, it's an elephant. Fuck off. It's fancy elephant. And they're bigger. It's only fault, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> I, I love Lord of the Rings so fucking much. <laughs> if it's not very clear already. like. <laughs> and um, just to, to uh, while, while uh, my brain cell has intercepted, or I've intercepted the brain cell, uh, the fa- <laughs> The fact that Samwise Gamgee has become like another creature combo deck and that it was played at the Pro Tour, I, I just love that. It's it's like Abzan Yogmoth in a sense, but it's like a little different flavor of it. It's still a creature combo deck. You're still playing the tutors, the, you know, the mana dorks and like having that like infinite loop combo, but it's just like a different version of it. And I think that's really, really cool. It sounds really cool. And it's Sam. I'm... Everyone needs a Sam. Everyone needs a Sam. Yes. Or to be a Sam. Sam can get it. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Are there any of those decks that you're happy to see come back or kind of like I mean, become more prominent? I'm I'm happy like the Cascade decks are seeing like the Cascade decks have always been good, but they've been seeing more play. It's a good thing that Tron is back in the format. It's modern. People groan about Tron, but Tron being back is is I think a good thing. And Hammer was like very a very prevalent deck, and I actually think it's really cool Amulet Titan has come back. Like, okay. I, I, the deck is super difficult to play, and a lot of people don't really like playing against it, or you know, people really like playing it. But um, I think that's cool it's coming back. And I got, I just also got to give a shout-out to Dominic Harvey. I, I love him to death. I was, I was so happy he was able to top four the Pro Tour with like his deck that like you know he wrote the book on Amulet Titan. I thought that was a really cool moment. Nice. What about you, Anthony? Are there any other decks that you're happy to see come back? Um, no, uh, but specifically <laughs> on account of like, I just, it's a different format, right? I don't think, I don't think last mm-hmm. season's Merktide is this season's Merktide. I don't think last, se- God knows last season's Living End is not this season's Living End. Mm-hmm. Like the decks are so fundamentally different now that I don't, I just don't think it's reasonable or I just don't think it's helpful to kind of put 2022 August four color control in the same archetype as 2023 four color control. Like that they're just inherently extremely different decks. And I think that's true of a lot of stuff in this format. And that's one of the big things about modern that I feel as like a commonality there is that when this format rotates, it rotates unpredictably, but when it does rotate, it rotates hard. Like the changes are big. And while a deck might have the same deck name and it might share a quite a few cards it's they're miles apart like tron now versus tron a year ago come on now come on son <laughs> come on and it doesn't even take much to change these decks too like you were saying within the year like it like when you say when uh, modern rotates it rotates hard i co- i completely agree with that and you know just like I, I like living in as an example of just you put the land cyclers in that deck you go to 15 lands it's drastically different but it's still living in it's still like the same game plan but it's just night and day and some people like it some people don't anthony's gonna groan a lot in this episode i'm gonna be really happy but what else is (laughs) i do like i do i do awfully enjoy 
uh, New Living End. I liked Old Living yeah. End. I like New Living End even. Yeah, it got a lot better. It seems it seems fun too. Mm-hmm. What about the the gameplay overall? Are you all enjoying it? Having fun? I, I mean, I've I've been enjoying the the, the gameplay. I, I've enjoyed playing modern. You know, again, it's the absence makes the heart grow fonder. I haven't played modern like really gone into the weeds with modern in pretty much a year. Like I've played it here and there, but this is the first time I'm jumping right back in the format, and I, I I've enjoyed it. Like the the, the decks I've been playing and you know it's really powerful like modern is a very very powerful format right now with a lot of very powerful cards but the games have still been fun and I, I'm I'm a big component of this a I big like component of this I'm done. okay whatever <laughs> I'm big on mastery and modern I went to art I'm school a, stop I'm I'm a large part of me. mastery <laughs> yes Basically, I represent 53% of the concept of mastery. <laughs> Look, don't bully me or I'll come, all right? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, that just took a whole new turn I didn't expect. Oh, New to you. Come on. It's every week with this nonsense. Of co- how, how is anything we say unexpected at this point? <laughs> I didn't know how much you were into bullying, Kyle. Well, we didn't, we didn't know how much Christian Slater was into, you know, exploiting monkey uh, labor. So, like, the things, Kyle, shit's crazy out there. Why did you bring that bit back? Why? Well, it's a callback. Don't yeah. we do that? I home alone some burglars that tried to break into my house once. <laughs> I'm lying. I knew they were Mormons. <laughs> It makes it better. <laughs> but mastery and modern, I know it's one of those topics, but uh, I, I think if you if you really want to pick a deck and really, you know, quote unquote master it, I think you can get rewarded for it. That's just another shout out for Nikachu, who we had on this podcast, but Nikachu, the merfolk master, like he's stuck stuck with his deck and he's had a lot of success with it. And also Dominic Harvey with Amulet Titan, the dude like wrote the book on it. I think if, in, and look, there are decks that have gotten banned where people have mastered, understandable, but. I'm I'm a big component. I, I keep saying this shit. I'm a proponent. Whatever. I'm I'm <laughs> a, I'm the dude that likes to master stuff in the modern format. I'm from Florida. I went to art school. And my brain don't work. Oh well, Kyle. Much to your point, um, I think you're stupid and wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> wow. What what a surprise. <laughs> uh, you didn't see it, but his eyes only go cross-eyed like that when it's a really good bully. <laughs> like, it's an exceptional heckle. We can only see the top half, but I guarantee you his toes curled on that one. Um, I don't think, I can't think of a format that punishes you more efficiently for deck mastery than modern because the format rotates so hard. The people I know who always said, the, who are always the biggest champions of this, the biggest proponents, if you will, of this concept are were always um, birthing pod players about how deck mastery, you know, you just really want to stick with a deck and get really good with that deck. And then like birthing pod players stopped existing. And believe me, I was in this boat for a while too, as a war of invention player. And then KCI, Hogak, you, you get, you get what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, gameplay seems fine. Gameplay is fine. The cards are all super powerful and they all can override a game's worth of plays. Most of the interaction is powerful, but the threats and answers line up in such a way, I think, that the threats demand their specific answers at very specific times or the game will be over, either effectively or literally. 
over within a turn. I think that that's a feature and not a bug for a lot of people is that modern mm -hmm. games can be swingy. There are extremely powerful cards that can dig you out of a huge hole out of nowhere. Like imagine like mm -hmm. you're, you're getting your life total pressured and my, your opponent attacks you with two creatures and you go like solitude, exile the bigger one, trade with the smaller one, gain three life, kill both your creatures, prevent all that damage. That's like a huge swing. Yeah. Like, and that's, and that's good that that can be modern's identity. Modern can be the identity of like really big, swingy, powerful turns. Like, mm -hmm. I lost zero games where I untapped with an Omnath this weekend. Sounds about right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I would untap with Omnath and I'd play a land, crack the land. That would be my fifth land. And I'd have nine mana to fuck around with, four extra life. And like, the world's your oyster. Yeah, just like what? What do you do? Like, imagine your opponent is just like playing the card Thoughtseize against you. Embarrassing. They're like, I'm gonna lose two life for my one card to trade with your one card. Sure, hope that none of your cards are worth fourteen cards. I activated the ring for well, the one ring for five against Scam. That Scam player was me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh no, I did it this weekend too. You've probably done it to every Scam player you've played against. Yeah. It's a nightmare matchup. Like, I think the matchup is like, it's tough because it's kind of the same way that like cards that incidentally gain you three life for no reason in standard have always been like kind of a real kick in the teeth against like the red aggro decks because they're playing mm -hmm. like two, they're paying two mana to lightning strike and they, they're happy if that lightning strikes go in face. And then like, you yeah. get a card and then also <clears throat> randomly get to undo their lightning strike. Like scam has set the idea that the card they want to see in their opening hand a lot thought sees they're like, I want to trade this one for one. And then you're just like, all of my cards are worth six. Yep. Fuck you straight to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how Heath Ledger died. Oh God. No one say anything. It was Brittany Murphy. Oh God. No, what? In the study. Stop. With an no. electric screwdriver. Jesus. And a Christmas ham. <laughs> don't, don't ask about the ham. Nope, I'm not. I got to play my first Monday Modern, and someone handed me a burn deck, and that was pretty neat. I hadn't mm -hmm. seen it before. Burn's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, picked it up. Um, I learned pretty quickly that Boros Charm is great if you play it right. Um, because I missed two opportunities to play it in the first game. What did um, you do? I so they went to remove a creature, um, or to ping a creature with Orcish Bowmasters, and I should have played it to give my creature indestructible, and I didn't. Was that worth more than four damage? I don't know, but probably not. If there's an Orcish Bowmaster in play, your Monastery Swiss Bear or Goblin Guides are just like kind of not getting through, right? Yeah, I think genuinely most of the time you're. Your your Boros charms, if you treat them as though they say deal four damage, mm -hmm. it's really good. Um, indestructible is like it comes up sometimes, but then like also giving something double strike comes up. If you get your fourth prowess trigger on mm -hmm. a monastery Swiss spear, then the Boros charm deals more than four damage because you get to oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. double strike fun. your Swiss spear. Okay. Double and Taylor then, Swift. But to your point, then I also in the second time I should have they thought seized me and I should have just used the Boros charm in response before they could take it to deal four damage. To oh them. yeah. And I did sure. not. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't think fast enough, but I didn't make that mistake after that. Um, I won the next two uh, matches. So, Very nice. <laughs> and I, Very yeah. Nice. And I got to play Skullcrack. That was cool. 
Skullcrack is actually secretly the hardest card in that deck to play. Yeah. yeah. Because it has like seven hidden modes on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that because I probably didn't think of it in the way that I should have. But, you know. Players can't gain life and damage can't be prevented. That means you get to attack even if your opponent has the one ring hmm. because one ring gives them protection and tries to prevent the damage and it can't. Also, if your opponent has a pro red creature, you can use Skullcrack after they block so that it still takes damage and dies. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's yeah. like it's fucks with protection an awful lot. So it's like that that card is like has got like a bunch of like secret hidden modes on it that aren't even printed on the card. I played an entire game only casting burn spells because I never drew a creature and I won. That was cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and an entirely different feel than playing mono white humans. Like usually not seeing a creature just means I'm already dead. Um, yeah, for sure. But in that case, I was not worried at all. So that was fun, mm -hmm. uh, different. And I feel like a lot of the the things you learn playing mono white and playing pioneer for a full season you know, they, they transferred to, mm -hmm. to playing. It's, it's an aggro deck. It's a different format, but just the same core concepts were there and you were able to have some success, have some success. It was just a weekly, but it's a, your first time playing modern. Somebody goes, hey, here's a deck, figure it out. And I enjoyed it and I've just started playing. So, but yeah, I think you're right. I don't, I don't think that I'll be as starting over as I thought I was. Mm hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you'll be surprised at how many concepts carry over. There are there are some worrying about tap lands and stuff that you probably won't find an immediate use for. And there are others that are going to be like brand new, like handling fetching and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think a lot of the core concepts about like combat math and how to present lethal and when to when to play stuff and when to hold stuff back. I think a lot of that's going to carry over. Yeah. So I'm new to modern and some of the historical context may be lost on me. Um, but I know that this format has a reputation for being called unhealthy. So Hogak Summer, for example. I heard more about the health of that format than I did about my own. And maybe a part of that is the fact that my GP was a literal pumpkin. Don't judge me. I changed jobs and my health insurance was funky for a bit. Definitely do not buy secondary insurance from RussianMedicalScam.xyz. But that's besides the point. Oh, damn. That said, would you describe this format as healthy? And what the fuck does healthy even mean? So, God, Anthony's going to like just bully me again. and No, no, no. I'm I only at have so many joke. pairs of shorts, all right? <laughs> like, just let's get through this, so, you know, like, and I'm not a mess, but healthy, unhealthy, like, I, I feel like modern is good right now. It, mm -hmm. it is, like, I think it's in a good spot, you know, if something gets banned, I would not be surprised, but it's not like a Hogak Summer or a Drazi Winter or, like, you know, the, the Oko piles are just, you know, Okoing everywhere. I, I like where it is. I'm... Like I said, I feel it's like in that sweet spot of powerful, but not like overpowered. And I just, it's, the, it feels super fun. I think that's, if I'm going to call it healthy, I'll call it healthy because I just, I have so much fun playing modern and I don't feel sad every time mm -hmm. I play a game and I don't feel like I'm never out of it. And I think, you know, we mentioned it where that's a reason people play modern is there's, it's so swingy and your cards are so, so powerful. And that's just like mm -hmm. a, big reason why a lot of people love this format and i think it's great so i think like your definition of healthy is like in the potter stewart sense of like i'll know it when i see it like you'll you'll know when a format's unhealthy yes like there's with without a doubt yeah mm -hmm. okay i like to define terms obviously and this is like my super subjective 
attempt at making an objective definition of healthy. And for me, that means like the best players are winning consistent. You can tell that there are formats where your PT top eights, your modern PT top eights have been just like a bunch of people you've never heard of. Like that's weird that that happens. Mm -hmm. And that usually means that there's a lot less agency in the game, at least in that format, I feel like. But I feel like that's hard to judge. So for me, I'm looking at like I'm looking at some of your best players and I'm like, are they enjoying like 60 percent win rates in this format? That usually implies that there's a good degree of agency in the format. Also, I think that healthy modern means play patterns relate to playing to the board. It's about that. And the third factor I have to consider if a format's healthy or not is our chalice of the void or sur and or surgical extraction main deck. Because if either of those are main deckable. I think your format's in a really unhealthy spot. Agreed. Because that means that like there's something inherently extremely unfair. And by those metrics, modern's healthy right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what about bannings? I know people talk about what card needs to be banned to fix XYZ thing and whatever. I, I feel like modern's <laughs> in a good spot right now. It's fun. It's you know healthy. There's some egregious things. I would say it's not a matter of if it's when the one ring will, will be banned. And I've heard that card in the conversation of the ban hammer the most. And I would agree, but I think, I think for right now, modern's good and have your fun while you can, while it's Make still pay. legal. While the sun is shining. I'm going to hold up, let them cook. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that we should just ban the one ring. Now we should ban it yesterday. Are the cards so rancid? <laughs> <laughs> It's horrendous. If the game doesn't end like the turn after the one ring comes into play, like it just undoes an entire game worth of magic. Like nothing matters anymore because your opponent is like, if they untap with it, they'll go plus two cards. Like the one ring replaced itself and then they're plus two. And if they untap with it again, they're plus five cards. Do you remember when we said that Gideon Ally of Zendikar was a snowball-y card because it was a four-mana 5-5 five five that pooped out a 2-2 when it came in? <laughs> and we're just like, ah, once somebody untaps with this, the game's basically over. Mm -hmm. the, the fuck? Because you can't even say, like, oh, if they get to untap with it, because they're going to untap with it because it gives them protection from anything. Turns them into progenitus. I think that that card is rancid. I think you just need to ban it. It's so stupid. And any I've heard people say, well, it presents interesting decision points on if you want to tap it when it's at four. Um, You're going to tap it at four. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Draw five <laughs> yeah, cards. Draw five <laughs> cards. <laughs> draw five cards. But you might lose five life next turn if there's next turn. And if you don't do something else. Yeah. If you don't chain the one ring into the one ring. It's so fucking dumb. It's such a stupid thing. I, I, I just, I just, I, I. I had somebody tell me that this week and I said, that's so stupid. You know what you're saying is stupid, right? Like, I'm sorry I'm leaning into you, but I need you to know what you're saying is stupid. Is this a decision? What's wrong with you? It's just like, ooh, is the, is the companion <laughs> with the sideboard slot? I guess that's the co opportunity cost involved. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Put Jenny in your sideboard. <laughs> like, oh, do you want the eight mana five five that you can access during your main deck for no cost or do you want your third copy of aether gust so stupid <laughs> sometimes people sometimes people hit me with some hot takes and i'm just like these aren't hot takes this is the this is the the hot liquid that was poured into the the the, the drilled cavity in your skull 
Who did that? Who was that man? Who was the man that poured liquids into people's brains to turn them into zombies? Dahmer? Yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer. That's right. Sometimes I wonder if people say stuff like this because they've been recently Jeffrey Dahmered. <laughs> My God. Because that's they, the best explanation I have for this they, being a meaningful decision. If their prefrontal cortex has gotten a diamond bit drill just swirled around in there. Because I don't understand how else your decision making can be that negatively impacted by anything else. Listen, <laughs> I've done enough shit to fuck with my brain over the years, and I don't see it. I don't <laughs> understand how you could possibly come to this. It's just like it's like the trolley problem, except one of the tracks takes you to heaven and the other track takes you to the last day of Woodstock 99. I don't understand. This is not a hard choice. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was the so strangest. ban the one ring, I guess. <laughs> I, guess. I guess. Or don't, so Anthony can keep bullying people. Yeah. I genuinely believe that maybe they'll die to their one ring burden triggers is the new. Maybe they'll mill out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> oh, boy. So what are y'all going to be playing this season? Well, I think we know what Anthony's going to be playing. Yes. Yeah, I'm so. playing four color Omneth until they ban the one ring. Or I get bored and want to play Living End. I truly <laughs> believe that you you are allowed to complain about a card needing to get banned exactly and only if you are playing that card. Yeah. Um, I don't I think if you if you're just like, ah, ban the one ring, but then you're not playing the one ring, I'm just like, um, okay. If you really thought it was needed to be banned for power level reasons, you would be playing it right now. I don't know. Some people aren't. So the most played deck in the format is Scam. And their plan, like we said, is to make you discard cards and force you to play small ball. And your deck has a four mana Ancestral Recall time walk. Like, okay. It's real good. I proceeded to lose zero games to Scam over the course of this weekend. I was close to to losing zero games i just was like oh i've got three lands in my hand against scam keep did you not draw the fourth oh no i it, of course i drew the fourth <laughs> that's like like i i like i i could just had i had a run in six and you know oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't but it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what the <laughs> yeah. what the non-land cards are right you just like you have a three lander and you're like keep and then they go and they're like haha ha, ha. they're doing the thing from indiana jones where they're doing the cool sword shit and then mm -hmm. you just pull out the gun <laughs> and just shoot them. <laughs> gun violence for good. Oh my god! And uh, then like your opponent's done all of this shit, and then you're just like, oh no, I'm hellbent. Play the one ring, draw a card, and then they're like, oh no, and then you untap and you're like, draw two more cards. Omnath, fetch land, solitude, go vomit. And then they like they like untap and they're like, move your Omnath, and you're like, oh no, take two of my upkeep, draw three cards. <laughs> Like, they play Thoughtseize in their deck. Like, they they want a one-for-one one so bad, and you're just like, but what if instead of that, <laughs> I drew four? Horrendous. It's so bad. What about you, Kyle? What are you playing? So I'll be the scam opponent that Anthony is just fucking <laughs> clapping. Now, you beat me, and you get to play this shit back. I'd be like, ah, ha, ha. Oh, you're like, Uno, reverse. <laughs> oh i need to collect myself um yes i will be playing scam this season unless something changes i'm sorry yogmoth i profusely apologize but i tried i tried out scam i was gonna do my dil due diligence uh there's some other decks i wanted to play but i started playing scam because a lot of my friends are just like kyle play it 
you'll love it. And I'm like, no, what about this? They're like, just shut the fucking try it. And I tried it. I'm like, okay, this deck is cool. Like, this is really fun. I really enjoyed playing Scam. Uh, it's really powerful. And fuck, Orcish Bowmasters is a hell of a, a drug. Like, my God, I love that card so much. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chef's Kiss. I love it. <laughs> and again, more Lord of the Rings cards I get to play. Oh, I got to tap Mount Doom and play a Ragavan. I've never felt more alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've really enjoyed Scam. I'm going to play it unless something changes or unless I want to go back to, to old old reliable Yawgmoth. But for right now, I'm, I'm just going to be scamming everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> the boys are going to be fighting. <laughs> uh, I am between Burn and Is It Prowess right now. Um, like I said, mm -hmm. I, I played Burn and I had a lot of fun, but they have some commonality that could present interesting, some different interesting decision paths for me, I think. Um, for sure. Yeah. Triggered abilities is still a thing I'd like to work on. And both of those seem <laughs> like a really good choice. A lot of math. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Freaking Prowess definitely will. Prowess for sure. Force yep. you. Mm hmm. Yeah. Are you ready? Um, am I ready? Are you ready? modern oh no kyle you go first i got some shit <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so uh modern is my favorite format and it's it's felt great i've had a lot of fun you know i've i fought with modern in years past but it's it it will always and forever be my favorite format i've i've enjoyed it so much and the fact lord of the rings modern this upcoming rcq season i'm really stoked for it oh i'm just a happy little hobbit right now so ready. And now, time for Anthony and his shit. <laughs> okay, Ashley, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> how dare I? What how did dare I do? I? Second of all, the movie The Princess and the Frog was a That's... goddamn choice, okay? Because they gave the first black Disney princess an interracial relationship, okay? But they didn't make that love interest white. Probably because they didn't want to draw attention to the fact that in 1920s Louisiana, that type of relationship would have been punishable by death. So that's a whole thing. I don't understand that. Also, it's not lost on me that the first black Disney princess that they uh, put on screen was a not a princess. She was the help. And B, she spent the vast majority of the film's runtime being green because she got turned into a fucking frog the movie's 90 minutes long she spends fucking 80 of those minutes being a fucking frog this is dumb this is it's bad i did not care for it i uh... oh yeah the format seems cool uh <laughs> I, i'm glad i'm not expected to play it all the time it's it's the dessert thing like dessert's nice but i'm happy that i don't i'm not just eating dessert all the time how are you able to eat this much dessert where is the dessert coming from? What's going on with this dessert access? Have you broken into the chocolate factory and are just living there? Are you or have you ever been Augustus Gloop? Blink twice if the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. Guessing game? Guessing game? Guessing game. Guessing game. Guessing game. Guessing game. Guessing I game. I think so, yeah. Yep. All right. So just as a reminder to everyone, the guessing game is a game in which we each have a card in mind that meets a certain criteria, and we try to help each other guess it by giving each other cryptic hints as to the name of the card. 
If we're stumped and we're guessing, we can always ask yes or no questions or help us get closer. Today's guessing game is all about cool new toys. It's our favorite new addition to the modern format. And for Ashley, it's going to be new to you. This can be a new printing or a card that hasn't seen play in a long time and is finally on its way back. Who's going first? It makes noise. It does. Kyle goes first. It's a Kyle this time. There's clapping? My God. Uh, yeah. Apparently. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to be my cheeks when we play as 1K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, you guys probably already know this one. Uh, it's a creature, and it does a bunch of stuff. Orcish Bowmasters? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, my God. It's so much fucking fun to play that card. I love it. Ugh. Orcish Bowmasters is just one of those cards where you just you see it spoiled. You're like, that seems cool. And then you keep reading it, and you keep finding out the new things that it does and then you play it and you're like this card slaps like it's so good and it's so much fun i love lord of the rings that is entirely fair <laughs> all right that was an easy one mm-hmm. i love it who's going next somebody's name that has an a in front of it it's astley it's me all right so i'm new to modern so oh all gosh. the cards are new all the cards are new so I picked one. I'm just excited to play. All right. All right. It is two mana. Is it Boros Charm? No. It's a is two it Sprite mana... Dragon? Yes. Oh, that would be cool. It is Sprite oh, Dragon. Man. Yeah. I fucking knew it. That card is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this, when I first started thinking about playing Modern a while ago, Sprite Dragon was one of the reasons that I wanted to play Browse at the time. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. The little fairy dragon. Cool. It'll yeah. get you. All right. That leaves just a you, Anthony. All right. My card is one that I'm never going to cast, but I'm very excited to attack with. Pass, but you're very excited to attack with. Is it in four-color Omnath? Nope. Is it in Living End? Yeah. Does it have land cycling on it? It can cycle for a type of land. It does not have land cycling. Okay. <laughs> I felt like if I answered that with a no, oh, yeah, it's, that would it's... send you all down a down a really dark path uh is it forest cycling or mountain cycling it's forest cycling it's the generous ant isn't it yeah it really is i love him why is that card why does that card have seven toughness <laughs> it's just like another hexproof creature it's like yeah. your your freaking striped river winder is a five five hexproof and this is a five seven with reach that makes a food, makes a food. the food so is relevant functionally has hexproof it like dies to terminate end of list i'm really hyped about that card <laughs> i think it's really cute If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us out a ton and makes it easier for other players like you to hear what we have to say. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Peanut.fm, and iHeartRadio. One of those was not real, but we'll never tell. It was Peanut, wasn't it? Oh, shut the fuck up.